This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Owner, I look forward to Fridays. For me, and quite possibly you, it's the end of the working week with two days of rest and relaxation. Never seems to work out that way, though, does it? As there's always jobs around the house that Mrs A has lined up to be done, though I try and swerve. But also, and most importantly, just don't tell the missus, I get to play you an hour's worth of the best in punk, junk and glunk and other music for uplifting gourmandizers.
Do you know what the definition of gourmandizers is? To eat gluttonously or ravenously. Probably not the image I wish to convey. But uplifting picker, yeah, it doesn't have the uh, same ring to it. In German, however, Perflocker sounds right on the Deutschmark. Uh, last week, I got asked what glunk meant. A term brought to my attention by RPM. It's a revolution's head honcho, Dom Daly's record label of the same name that I took to be a combination of the words glam and punk. Works for me. Starting this week's show was Spot McCracken and Isolation Therapy, taken from his up and coming solo album, New Tricks, that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops via Last Exit Records in the spring. So not long to wait. Uh, Spot has gathered a bunch of his friends to play on the record, including all members of the McCrackens, that Spot has been drumming for since... 1995. Jay Prozac, Chris Damien and Mick Wood and Mike Van Enrich from Dirtbag Republic, the band that Spot has been singing for since 2014, are also on board. Uh, a band I never tire of hearing uh, are the Hit Priests. Usually they release new music at the rate of knots with my PayPal account regularly taking a bashing. Oh, talking to records, I haven't got round to buying The Damned's last two releases on vinyl. As you know, I was making noises at revisiting Raven Retail last Saturday. To rectify this, however, a leaking toilet system temporarily put pay to that, pay being the operative word. Uh, at least I swear fixing it. Unfortunately, at the expense of Evil Spirits and the Rockfield Files, as mentioned earlier. Anyway, along with a couple of live dates, at the end of the month, supporting the Super Suckers in March and playing Rockaway Beach 62 on the 17th of June with support from the Suicide Notes and the Dead Hombres, who have found themselves a lead vocalist in the shape and form of Maria Repulsiva, who uh, we know from Lost Cherries. Her debut gig with the band at Hope and Anchor supporting Warner E. Hodges is on the 1st of April, no joke. Uh, it looks like the hit priest, because that's what I was talking about, have found time to start work on the follow-up to 2019 Stand For Nothing that was rumoured to be the band's swan song. Uh, as soon as I get new material from them, rest assured, I will be airing them. Uh, last Friday, Dipship's vocalist Nathan Von Cruz posted on social media the news that after a seriously fun day in the studio last year, he, along with present and former hit priest Gentle Ben and Joe Blow, along with TV crime bassist Sid Radcliffe, had recorded four tracks which he had written and with no rehearsal, kicked them around and smashed them all out in a few hours. You can tell I was reading that. Uh, that have now been released as The Hate Tape, limited to 50 copies on slime green cassette. Of course, I parted with the £6.50, including postage to get one. This is Some of My Brothers Only Have One Speaker. <laughs>
last week whilst driving around, a track came on my portable musical player that I thought, well, this is rather good, which, considering I choose all the music, it's hardly surprising as I'm unlikely to put anything rubbish on it. Uh, but what I mean to say is I didn't immediately recognise the song, let alone the artist. The song was Out of My Means by JJ and the Real Jerks from their last full-length album, Back to the Bottom, that came out in 2017. Since then, the band have released the four-track digital EP of Ten Cent Beer Night in uh, 2019, and a year after that, Split Decision, that formed part of the Rock and Roll Manifesto 7-inch series, Volume 1, that uh, I think it also includes songs from Tiger Touch, Fret Rattles and the Missile Studs. All the band's output deserves your consideration. As normal... Links to Facebook pages will be clickable on theparanormalsquirrel.com at some point tomorrow. In the meantime, this is the aforementioned Out of My Means. Strap, living in fear, missing 
Wild Hearts have been in the news lately. Obviously not mainstream TV channels or radio for that matter, but social media. The item that got me, and it seems a lot of you, hot under the collar, was that Round Records last Saturday would be taking pre-orders for the deluxe edition of the band's second full-length album, PHUQ, that came out in 1995. The deluxe edition is finally going to be how the band had originally wanted the album to be, which was a double. It had been rehearsed and recorded in that way, unfortunately. At the time, the record label nixed that idea, losing all the long songs trying to replicate the band's debut. The act songs uh, the band did issue as the fan only release for um, Fishing for Luckies that uh, the record label then decided they'd put out as Fishing for More Luckies with three additional unsanctioned tracks. Eventually, withdrawing it for a proper band approval re- official release in 1996. Please keep up. Who said the Wild Heart story would run smoothly? No one ever. Uh, the original Japanese and German releases each had two different bonus tracks from Fishing for Luckies, with the 2010 expanded edition. That included a whole CD of non-album singles and B-sides. So what do we get for our hard-earned cash in 2020? Well, it's been draperized, uh, which means it's been enhanced, making you aware of things that were always there, And if vinyl is your choice of medium, which it should be, for the optimum listening experience, there is a triple LP version, a standard one and a super duper one that uh, has a 38-page hardback book featuring previously unseen Danny Dean artwork with band interviews and recollections at the time. CJ should be interesting. All housed in a purple velvet box. Uh, It's pretty much a compilation of the original and the fan cut fishing in the correct running order. So, you know, no red light, green light. Uh, there are different formats to suit your wallet and needs. The cheapest are eight quid, just for the download, with the most expensive at £100 for the aforementioned triple vinyl super duper one. However, none are limited edition, giving you the time to save up. I enjoyed the original and fishing as individual standalone albums, but uh, yeah, they were hatchet jobs. PHUQ didn't flow. All great songs, don't get me wrong, but obviously not as the band had intended. For me, Hootspah suffered the same fate until it was married with Hootspah Jr. Anyway, listening to the new PHUQ, it does feel like a new album. A track we've all heard before is getting it, but uh, this is the deluxe version, and for me it sounds vocally like Ginger was channeling John Lennon circa Give Me Some Truth and How Do You Sleep. See what you think.
as PHUQ is technically a reissue, I was originally going to kill two birds with one stone and enter this week's reissue and vinyl resting place segmentation with the vinyl reissue of Fucked Up's Epics in Minutes. However, after ripping it to ones and zeros, yeah, I know it sort of like defeats the object, uh, considering I've got the original CD anyway, uh, adding it to my Fucked Up folder, I spotted... The Dolly Mixture folder, that's right, fucked up, covered. The Dolly Mixtures. The two tracks uh, they did were uh, Dream Come True and Frisky, each recorded twice. One with Damien Abraham on vocals and then Mano giving it a more Dolly Mixture feel. Uh, So instead, it's the start of this week's Covers Corner. With Fucked Up and Dream Come True. Fucked Up also released a split single with Hardskin, with Hardskin covering The Professionals 123 on said 7-inch. Talking to The Professionals, if you, like me, have signed up to their mailing list, you would have been sent an email on Sunday letting you know that once again, Chris Catalyst will be joining them on guitar when they support Stiff Littlefingers during March and that to warm themselves up, they'll be playing The Water Rats on March the 9th.
I don't think I've bothered checking out the UK singles or album charts for decades. I mean, you know, what's the point? Nothing that interests me will be in it. And if by some slim chance that there is, you know, I don't want to hear an edited, faded out version lumped in with a load of dross. Having said that, though, I recently have been made aware that there is a UK heritage chart. Strangely enough, you can find it at www.heritagechart.co.uk where you can vote on the current top 45. I voted for the song that currently... Barton, it's Led Zeppelin. You know I don't like Led Zeppelin. But as it's the top of the Pops countdown thing, I'm going to let you off. I voted for the song that is currently residing at number 30. The song in question is Laugh At Me from Pete Stride and Honest John Plain from The Lurkers and The Boys, respectively. Barton, can we turn? Can we turn? Thank you. The song in question is Laugh At Me. Don't do that, Barton, that's rude. From uh, the duo's 1980 album, New Guitars In Town, that was uh, written by Sonny Bono that he released as a single in 1965. What a fine year 1965 was. Anyway, on the 14th of January, the album was made available for the first time on all the usual streaming platforms. Uh, Joining Pete and John for New Guitars in Town were Jet Black from The Boys on Drums, Mick Talbot, future style counsellor on piano and keyboards, Howard Wall from The Lurkers on vocals, although I think it was Pete Plug Edwards one of the Lurkers roadies on vocals for Laugh At Me with Tony Bateman on bass.
in a six degrees of separation, Sato, on the 6th of August, will be releasing Return of the Barbecue Killers, featuring covers from the likes of Red Cross, Devo, Blitzkrieg Bop, 999, The Waves, Pointed Sticks, The Undertones, The Boys, Zero Boys, The Last Unnatural Act, Langvard, White Flag, Screamers, The Go-Go's, The Young Lords, Derby Crash Band and The Normals. The vinyl, uh, which is a double, will feature five extra tracks. Of course, Chip Kesby currently is the stand-in for Honest John in The Boys, whilst Kent Norberg is The Boys' bassist. Uh, both, of course, are in uh, Sartor, if you need bringing it up to speed. Uh, expect to hear a selection in future, Covers Corner. Corner! Right, the last cover this week, and there have been more than usual, comes courtesy of friend of the show and Squirrel Associate, Arkwright. No, the Flame Pilots haven't released a cover. Releasing anything new would be a miracle. Evening, John. But uh, on our way to see uh, Neon Animal last week at the cabin in Rains Park, he had disc two of Lipstick Traces, The Secret History of the Manic Street Preachers, which consists of cover versions, on his in-car CD player. Mighty good it is too. Yep, the, the CD, not the car. Which I sold him. Uh, the, the CD, not the car. Back when the Paranoid Squirrel was a record forward-stroke CD mail-order company that brought Scandinavia closer to your stereo. So I decided to air something from it to end this week's Covers Corner.
Animal were the last band that I saw in 2020 at Debs and Timmy Dorella's Rockaway Beach. Before, you know, COVID wrote gigs off for the whole of that year. Summer last, and uh, is still postponing concerts as I speak and you listen to me. Uh, I received in the post yesterday my tickets to see The Damned tomorrow night at Hammersmith Odeon. Uh, and we all know that's now in October. And what's with the record shop day release of Strawberries? With its live version of Bad Time for Bonzo. Anyway, two years, give or take, after seeing Neon Animal last, I, along with the squirrel, the squirrel's significant other, and friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright, found ourselves in the cabin in Rains Park for an evening with Neon Animal. Uh, I say evening because uh, as the band played two sets, pretty much dominating the whole time we were there. Uh, material from the band's two albums, that'll be Bring Back Rock and Roll from the Dead and Make No Mistake and an EP, are plundered, along with uh, choice covers that aren't just played to fill and pad out their set, but slipped in, catching the casual viewer, listener, unaware. Vocalist Mark Thorne, the illegitimate son of the Stones, the Dolls and Hanoi, has a been around the gig circuit in a van with leopard print seats with a wardrobe from the trashiest of second-hand stores more than once. But with uh, Miguel Martin's guitaring skills, even playing the encore with the broken string, and I think it's uh, Jonathan Gagolin on bass and the interestingly named IVK Liz on drums, or is that 4K Liz? Uh, the band are firing on enough cylinders to make Sidak Khan give them their own ultra low emission zone. Oh, 
before any of you email in calling me a hypocrite because that was the radio version of Rock and Roll War going against what I said earlier about the charts. It's because it's nearly a minute shorter and I've still got loads to squeeze in and I need to save time, uh, which I've just wasted explaining myself to you. <sighs> Talking to Timmy Dorella, the Dorellas, that'll be the band he sings and plays bass in, messaged me to let me know, and ultimately you, that they have filmed a video for Underground Love. That's L-U-V Love from the Something's Got to Give album. Well, it was Valentine's Day on Monday, which you can now view on YouTube. Clearly, and obviously, you won't be able to see it here, but audibly, it sounds remarkably like this. your favourite bands messages you to ask if you'd like the world exclusive to a track from their new album. Obviously, my answer was For the love of Lenny, yes! So next month, The Damned will be releasing two brand new singles. Sadly, I've not been sent them, so it's not them. It is, however, a brand new song from the Bawanas soon-to-be-released self-titled debut album. 
The CD will be out through Underground Music next month with the vinyl following on later in the year on Closer Records. You know the story. All those pressing plants are booked out at least six months to a year in advance to cater for all the majors who five years ago wouldn't piss on them if they're on fire. Bastards. This is the Bawanas and Endless Pay. Somerville released a brand spanking new tune today. Today being the 18th of February. Future streaming, downloading and non-live Rock Radio UK listeners called Into the Fire. And if you like your rock and roll, dirty, greasy, but at the same time respectful, Asimoville are more than likely to be the band for you.
you've heard of the Mandela effect. It refers to a situation in which a large mass of people believe that an event occurred when it didn't. Uh, for me, it was a singular recollection of the Stranglers bring on the new bowls a limited 7-inch, starting with the cocktail mix, before going into the one we all know and love from uh, No More Heroes. It never existed until I created my own that you can hear on episode 836. Well, I have discovered another song that doesn't exist, or a version to be more accurate. At the end of last month, I got sent a Hawkwind album called Nights in Space Live. One of the songs on it is Sonic Attack. Back in 1983, I borrowed from Beckenham Library Hawkwind Zones album, which is a collection of three studio demos from 1981, and you know how much I love demos, with two live tracks recorded at the Lewisham Odeon in 1980 on side one. And on side two, it's a selection of live material from the Choose Your Masks tour in 1982. I loved Sonic Attack with its spoken warning of Sonic Attack before going into blistering guitars. So I thought, yeah, I'll check out the newer version to see if it still cuts the mustard. You know, only Dave Brock remained from the Zones lineup. And um, when I say newer, from what I can gather, Nights in Space was originally released in 2008, but this version is three tracks shorter and in a different running order, so it might not even be the same gig. Anyway, so I hit play. Sonic Attack started, just how I remembered it. But when the blistering guitars were due, no, they didn't come in at all throughout the whole five minutes and nine seconds. All right, I thought to myself, over the years they probably changed it. I'll go and listen to the one on Zones and relive my youth. Guess what? The same thing happened. No blistering guitars at all for the whole of the five minutes and 47 seconds. Then whilst I was holding the LP sleeve, yeah, I did return it to the library. I went out and bought it. I spotted the song Social Alliance, which was the song before Sonic Attack. Are you all right, Barton? I'm not keeping you out, am I? He's falling asleep. Uh, which I played as the title rang some lyrical bells. Guess what? That's the song with the blistering guitars, but it's before Sonic Attack. So I've no idea what was going on. I have, though, created the version I believe I heard back in 1983. Thanks to Studio Wizardry that's going to end this week's show. I'll probably run out of time and the powers that be at Rock Radio UK will fade it out. So you have to listen to the full version on Mixcloud. Until next week, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.